complain about your limitations. Let's pray. Lord, as we look at your word this morning, speak to our hearts, challenge us to move from where we are to where it is you would have us be. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me ask you a question here. See how loud we're going to be with each other this morning. How many of you admit to complaining about some of the limitations in your life? How many of you admit to being jealous of what some other people have that you didn't have in your life? Praise God. How many of you have discovered that sometimes the people that you are envious of because of what they have are envious of somebody else? And sometimes that somebody else is you. You see, if we are not careful, we can become so consumed with envy and jealousy on what somebody else has that we miss giving God the glory for what God has already given to us and placed inside of us. Now, we all are going to have a reason to complain about something. How many of you got something to complain about today? Praise God. Some of y'all already complained you didn't like the color shirt. I'm not going to take it off, but go ahead and preach anyway. We always have a reason to complain. King Saul had offered this tremendous reward to anybody who would go out and fight Goliath the giant. And out of all the soldiers in his army, not a single one of them said, I will do it. And then a little David comes along and David says, I will fight this giant myself. And instead of Saul
opportunity showing up for the last time in our lives? Or is this something that's going to cause us to give up something that's really precious in our lives? We don't know when a very simple decision is going to cause our lives to go in one direction or another direction. We don't know if showing up or not showing up, if speaking out or speaking in is going to cause us to miss a good opportunity or cause us to give up something of great value. One of the stories that really breaks my heart in Scripture is Moses. Remember when God told Moses, speak to the rock and the water will come out. And what did Moses do? Moses took his stick, he got so upset with those people, and he struck the rock, and the water came gushing out. And God said, because you did not need the eyes of the people, you shall not go into the promised land. Now, every time I read that scripture, I just feel some empathy in my heart for Moses. Anybody else said, God, couldn't you give him just one more chance? Look at who he had to deal with. Moses didn't know that was his final opportunity that was going to determine the course of his life. Now, as Jesus and his disciples, together with the large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now, Bartimaeus is a man with limitations in his life. First of all, he's at the bottom of the social economic ladder, doesn't have much of a future ahead of him. To top that off, he's also blind. Something tragic had happened, and he was either born blind or he had lost his sight. And he could hear noise going on, but he couldn't see what was happening. Now, Bartimaeus, having sat there by the road many a times, he probably knew the more people that came by, the more likely he was to get an offering in his cup. So this sounded like it might be good news. I want us to notice too, Bartimaeus did something about what he had heard. He didn't complain. I'm sick and tired of people not telling me what's going on. Can't they see that I am blind? Bartimaeus asked, what's going on? Somebody said, Jesus, the son of David, is coming by here. And I can imagine Bartimaeus saying, what? Did you say Jesus, son of David? The guy that opens the eyes of the blind? The guy that unstops deaf ears? The guy that raises people from the dead? And they said, yeah, that's the one. Now, I want you to know 
to get to where Jesus is, but there's nothing wrong with my vocal cords. There is nothing wrong with my lungs. And he started shouting, Jesus!
savior of others or do I make as much noise as possible until I get Jesus' attention? And he chose the latter. You see, Bartimaeus was no dummy. He figured this thing out. He said, now wait a minute. If they tell me to be quiet because they don't want me to be disturbed in Jesus, then I must be close enough to Jesus in order for Jesus to be disturbed by me, which means if I shout just a little bit louder, he might hear me shout. Therefore, he gave another
Second of all, he wasn't planning on going back to the old lifestyle he had before Jesus got a call on his life. Once he got to Jesus, he expected there to be a change in his life, and not just physically, but spiritually as well. I ask you today, are you carrying around a cloak that you need to throw to the side in order to really walk with Jesus. Verse 51 said, What do you want me to do for you, Jesus asked them. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. The words I want to see are literally, I want to regain my sight. My friends, if you're coming to Jesus, you ought to know why it is that you're coming. You see, if God says, I'm willing to give you whatever you ask for, what is it that you're asking for, Jesus, that's really going to make a difference? As a church, we need to ask for the heart of Jesus for those who are still lost, who haven't yet become a part of the family of God. Bartimaeus didn't know it, but Jesus knew about Bartimaeus long before Bartimaeus knew about him. And Jesus had a heart of love for Bartimaeus long before Bartimaeus started calling out to him. And Jesus has a love for you, whether you were walking with him or not, long before you even knew it. Bartimaeus could have settled for a lot less when Jesus called him and asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He could have said, well, you know, Jesus, I've been having some rough times financially. I was just wondering if maybe disciples could take up an offering for me, fill my cup. For some of us, that's all we want from God. Just give me enough money to make it to the next paycheck. Just do this one thing for me and let me go on. Here it is, God has unlimited power to deliver us from all kinds of things. And we just want enough to get by. When Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Because Bartimaeus asked for the right thing, Jesus said, go. Your faith has healed you. Immediately, he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Bartimaeus got what he wanted. And you notice what he did when he got it? He immediately followed Jesus along the road. The temptation is for us to get what we want from Jesus and go back to doing what it was we was doing before we ran into him. My friends, all of us are hard of this. Come on. All of us have a to get to Jesus. And Jesus, as much as he loved Bartimaeus, he didn't go over there and read. He issued a call. Tell him to come. God issues a call for our lives. For us to come. God never tries to go against our will. He doesn't try to force us to do anything. He gives.
you got to be happy. Don't work like that. Sometimes you get this and you become a slave. I'm offering you freedom in Christ today. No matter what your pain is, no matter what your addiction is, no matter what your problem is, no matter what cloak you need to cast off, Jesus can give you the strength to make it